0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: Uh, I was actually <laughs> listening to the radio on the way down here, and they said this is the greatest flight out of urban cities since 1950. People, They're leaving. So, and it's all thanks to you. I figured you'd want to take credit for that. <laughs> Because you said, I've been to a town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a prophet. I didn't know that they would all start leaving, but good for them. I didn't want them coming down in put here. Your put your
1: ears on because we can't
2: what, hear you. What, what was the town? No, all We're towns. Any, urban. Cause
1: it, any uh, the bit They said they're all moving to the suburbs. Oh, oh, yeah. you got. You've got a,
2: yeah. I saw like over 500% increase in violent crimes in Seattle on the autonomous zone. Like and yeah. over 300% in New York City. I mean, you it's pretty well scary.
3: When, when you when you're saying <laughs> we want to give less money to the police force, and then at the same time yeah. we're we're going to you know have stuff going on. It may be time to go. I, I would be going. I mean, if, well, if I was in the middle of the and period. the
1: coronavirus, because right. if you just buy sheer logic, if you're in town with a lot of people, you have a greater chance to get it. So well, they're like, I'm out of here. Well there was a there's a young guy that reached out
3: that watches our or listens to our podcast and he's in Manhattan and I was like, dude, man, just be safe, you know, 'cause he yeah. he was like, but he's he's seeking, you know, I can't I, I should have wrote a
1: But his how name do down. you do that? I, I people now in stores are telling me, be safe. I'm like As opposed to what? <laughs> <laughs> what what does that mean? Be safe. Well, that yeah. what they're saying is good luck. I mean, like, yeah, there's So that, much well, going let's, on. Let's change that. See, you you were saying it, didn't even realize because well, everybody's saying that now. Be what safe. they're saying
3: is, boy, I hope I hope Be you safe. make it. I hope yeah. it
1: works out for you. Be safe. It's very ambiguous. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I got in a dilemma Sunday morning. <clears throat> uh, I'm you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in jest. <clears throat> but you don't somewhat, get in dilemmas. Not, no, somewhat of a dilemma because. They said, feel like this guy wants to say something to you. And back there, so I walked back, and he and his son were where Where were you? We was in the in the uh, structure on the side of the road. Oh, y'all met Sunday? <laughs> we met Sunday. <laughs> you gone to town. We first... went, I, I went, well, that's twice. <laughs> the One of them was the, the structure, the structure on the side of the road. But anyway, <laughs> church I said, <laughs> it's not a church so I walked over to him. I said, <laughs> what brings you to these parts? Where are you from? He said, northern uh, Tennessee, and he said, "I've been watching y'all's podcast and the and uh, Blaze TV." And he said, "I've come all the way down there, Mister. I wants you to baptize me." So I'm standing there, and I'm thinking, the government says we've got to have social distancing. I mean, I, I, I'm supposed to have a mask on.
1: Six uh, feet. Six. You got to baptize him sick from six foot away.
3: Well, you got to have some b- long I arms.
0: I got him, and this cow guy was a bull, <laughs> about about two seventy five. I thought three hundred maybe. And you
3: don't even have a bicep; you got a unicep. No, I got a half
0: arm over here. <laughs> you know, well, no, I don't want to show it, Jason. To look at it. But anyway, so I preach the gospel. Make sure he understood. I stressed love a lot. So after it's over, somebody said they drained while the pandemic was going on. Somebody, somebody drained the baptistry. Oh, no. Well, I'm sitting there. That's a about, bad time. <coughs> Never man. do that. I'm sitting there, but run out of water. No water. <laughs> so I'm, I'm three, and four mile, three miles from the river or whatever. I said, well, I said, what we'll do is I, we either, after this is over here, I said, my man, get behind my truck, and we're going to get you to some water. So I took off. Well, I ended up, you know, you have to grab somebody to baptize them. So I'm thinking, it just crossed my mind. I was thinking, these government edicts. And I quickly reverted to Psalm 91. Ten thousand will fall at your right hand. and are back, back on Psalm 91. thousands on your left, but it will not come near you. I said, I'm telling this guy, I've been telling him since he walked in, God is going to raise you from the dead. And for me to say, uh, he's going to raise you from the dead, but I got to go with the government officials who say, I'm not supposed to get around near you. He's going to raise you from the dead, but this pandemic may kill us both. This coronavirus. Yeah. I just said, what? what, what am I talking about? the one who raises dead men are going to punish us because the guy comes down there and put his faith in Jesus? I'm like...
1: Well, even if you died, it wouldn't be a yeah. punishment. You'd be in. Well, and it'd be the best thing you could ever do. That's what I was. say. I, I don't view death as a negative so thing. So
0: here I know. am. Somebody said, well, he's an idiot. But when it comes to how I'm going to roll based on some edict, I'm going to read the Bible and see if it stacks up with it. Yeah. And if it doesn't stack up with it, I'm not gonna mess with it. I don't care what they're saying. The what government official? Well, they put you in jail. All right, they, they put up the Apostle Paul in jail repeatedly, and and I may end up there, but that's fine. There'll be some there you can talk to. So that's just my take on it. So how did how did it work? Did it, did you have a little trouble getting him up, or did, how did that? Uh, Kellett was there on the scene. He can tell you about it. The 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 I already heard about it. the immersing went smooth. <laughs> But two seventy five, three hundred. You know, <laughs> yeah. I decided after we wrestle a little bit. Oh, i the little done guy. Did you let him go. I, I, Did you just I let him go? I finally got him up oh,
3: out okay. there. Sometimes but... you just gotta let him go. And I said, That's what I look. I they'll bab- bob up on their own. I
0: baptized the guy. He's about 500. But I was thrilled to baptize the dude. And, and I was by the way, we it. had
3: baptized two
1: more after. We met oh, before
2: really? you got there. Mr. So there was, oh, the, the burial part was extended, is what you're telling me. There was a lengthy burial. No, that's burial. what I was going
1: to say. I baptized <laughs> a guy that was about twice that. and I, Because he was like, well, how is this going to work? And I was like, no problem. Just trust me. I'm going to get you under. And I was thinking, and then you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've looked
0: at a few of them, and when I see the great big ones – I'll remember? say I get. I say, need another man on this one because sometimes you can tandem.
3: Yeah. So what about the guy? Remember the little preaching student at that time, and he had that big old hoss Woo. of a man, and but he his problem he didn't let go. So now you're drowning him. I mean, we're well, once, we're beyond that. Yeah, once they
0: went down, there was a lot of racket, <laughs> and then but, they both. but no one was coming up. <laughs> right. yeah.
3: One um one time, Tom M was baptizing a guy at the WFR, and he took him down, and then the guy just took off like a fish. Tommy said, "I just lost him. He took off. So, <laughs> he lost him. He was like a torpedo. He went over, He went like this. Well, he went, you know, it far to the back of that thing. He went boom. He just forehead to the back of the baptism. I mean, it oh, was, I a, was there. I saw. Remember that? that? It was it, a reverberation. Like was and sweaty. like when
1: he came up, look, you could see <laughs> it was a the head. noggin." <laughs> Getting bigger as he talked. Literally, like, when he was walking yeah. up the steps, like the
3: knot is growing. What,
2: what was the story? It was it you that was telling me about baptizing the guy that you he had a uh, with Sampinero, Doctor Sampinero, and he had a trape. A trape no,
0: he that had was a, on the cruise thing. What I have that? baptized them. They couldn't get out of the wheelchair. Some guy pulled up me, and they said, "There's a guy in the parking lot at my house right here," and and I said, "I said, what's he want?" He said, "Well." He wanted to talk to you. He said he can't get out of the car right now, but he but he's in a wheelchair. Mm. And he they got him inside a, a van. And I, I walked out there, I said, Yes, sir, what can I do for you? And he said, He said, Mr. Elmson, he said, I've been trying to get somebody to baptize me for the last six months, but nobody'll do it. I'm like, Oh, well, you've come to the right place. <laughs> I said, Y'all help him out of this thing. I said, Listen, here's what we're gonna do. I said, You're too big for us to carry you. I said, so we fix to baptize you, the wheelchair, and everything you got with you. I said so, but I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get several men on he both sides. Roll him in. So we go to the boat dock and we just roll the the He's sitting in the wheelchair. I said we're going we're going would, everybody's going under uh, and everything I
3: would, I would think the hardest part of that was getting a wheelchair down that rickety thing that you were you we
1: Just get a track coat we, we pull up get pretty him in close the, in, in the pocket
0: uh, well, just... I'm just saying we got about three men on each side, I said "Cause guys remember." <laughs> if this wheelchair gets away from us on this boat dock, this pretty steep boat dock, wow! I said, we're not I mean, going to feel good about this. Has anybody this. ever told
2: you guys that you need your own reality TV show? Uh, hey, it yeah, was a should, very a serious one. that guy, the...
0: he thanked me. He was an older man. And he said, he said after it was all over, he, he started calling me Phil. He said, Phil, I'm sure glad you did that. It's really a big relief off of me. He said, oh, I read what Jesus said, go make disciples and baptize them. He said, and I thought, well, I've never been baptized. He said, and he said, I was finding it hard to believe somebody wouldn't wouldn't do it. And I said, well, you come to the right place. We had dude. a guy. I remember that guy? His name. One was, woman was wrapped in saran. Oh yeah, wrap. that's the ones that was talking about. Uh, she doctor, had a wood. Like I had a. a I called the San MD in because I said, you know what do you do? The woman's got like a hole in her throat and she no longer could speak and uh, her voice was gone. Because they'd operate a bad cancer, you know. And but she could so I wrote her notes as I was studying with her. I was talking to her and she's understanding. And I I told I wrote one little note down. I said I said, You're the easiest person I've ever talked to because you don't argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she grinned, she grinned at me, you know. But we wrapped her in saran wrap even the Yeah, the Traco. We couldn't stop the tray because that's the only way she could breathe. So, Sampanero, the doctor, we, we she had like, uh, what do you call them? You know, little bags. A
3: colostomy bag. Whatever, right
0: yeah. Had all that. So, she, he wrapped all that in saran wrap. And then he, he said, I'm going to hold my hand right on that. Right on oh, the." So, way. he baptized her with you. He was with me. Right. And, and he just went down with her, just with his hand, wow. to keep the water out of the hole in her throat, you know. But it was a beautiful baptism. That's something, you know. That's the, I told her. I said you're going to be when you get your glorified body, you're going to be really thankful that you did this. Mm-hmm. I said because there'll come a day. You know I what said, that well, was? No, I said there won't be any of these bags hanging on you. All yeah. that'll be over. Yeah, it's a beautiful of course, picture. She, she cried. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh no, yeah.
3: That so that's a uh, you and Samp were like Paul and Luke. Yep. You know, Luke was the physician yep. you know he, I'm sure he had some things in there during sure. this period of time that was doing that
0: He's helped me from time to time on people with particular ailments and <laughs> I, they're, they're scared I, about mm-hmm. being baptized yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know it, it's a well, yeah, the, the
1: most interesting one I ever had I had a woman come and say that she wanted to be baptized she said I love Jesus but I feel like I need to be baptized I was like great it's like you know let's go she said the problem is I have a fear of water uh-oh. being underwater I was like you take afraid. a bath she's like no I, she basically just spit bath well yeah. yeah she's not going underwater she's never been she said but I think that I may scream I may holler but I just want you to do it <laughs> and so I said we're gonna need some more men for this I, and she literally I felt like she had because she was fighting me the whole time and I was like are you sure? Because we had a pool that was only like three foot deep, like one of these little round redneck pools, you know. Oh yeah. So I'm like, you can stand up in the water, but she wouldn't get in it. Mm-hmm. And then, but she'd scream and holler, and I'd say, you know, abort the mission. She was like, no. So then I thought, <laughs> she wants me to do this. She just. She just has a phobia, so there's about four of us. That's,
3: by the way, Jason, that's aqua aquaphobia. Aquaphobia. I, I didn't know. I knew there had to be. I've a had a few. An irrational fear. Well, this
1: was a – it was like she had a demon until she came out of the water, which was you, – when you said it was a beautiful baptism, which made me think of it. And then there was just like a peace come over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, you might have got rid of your fear of water. And she said, I might have. I tell One of the what, most
0: you... unusual ones I've seen <clears> – <throat> I took a little girl down there, and it's about – 15, 20 people standing on the bank. So she had heard the gospel. She said, I I believe Jesus died If our movie was resurrected. I said, well, come on, we're going to reenact your death to sin and your burial and your resurrection. So I baptized her, and it it was just quiet. No one was saying anything. It was quiet, and there had been about seven or eight dogs Follow us down there. <laughs> so the crowd's quiet. I'm kettling there. I'm now baptized in the name one. of Jesus for the remission of your sins, you know. And I said, God's going to give you a spirit. I said, Joe, so you ready? She said, Yeah. So as soon as she went down in the water, the dogs went into a fight. You know how you know, dogs smack around each other? Yeah. Well, those <laughs> dogs got into about eight dogs fighting at once. They all were just like, rawr, 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 all them dogs. There's a, there's a parable. Well, when she went down, that. it was quiet. When yeah. she came up, what she heard was dogs going, rawr, rawr. <laughs> well, it scared the daylights out of her. She, I mean, she thought she, like she thought, demons had left. gone into So the I was trying to think of something because yeah. all yeah. the people were watching, and, I, and, and everybody said, well, yeah, and I said, I said, the Almighty has thrown her evil spirit, thrown them into them dogs, <laughs> and that's why they're acting like that. Everybody said, really? I said, I'm just, I don't think so, but I mean, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs>
0: I think you They all laugh.
3: Hang on a let Let's take a break. So our friends at uh, Patriot Mobile, uh, they have an interesting idea, Dad. They said since the left has had the cancel culture, you know, that's the new thing now. Oh, yeah. You get canceled. So they say, let's get in on the action. Cancel your leftist supporting cell phone provider, <laughs> which is pretty that's pretty. Oh, fun. I already have. <laughs> well, you never had them. You, you, you just don't have one. You, you canceled oh. before they were canceling. Was I
0: canceled <laughs> the device itself Can that way. Can you
1: cancel if you've never... Signed
0: up? No. You well, just, <laughs> I'm not sure what you do. I don't know though. how you do that. I this, am oblivious this to
3: won't apply that to oblivious. particular device. I like uh, that. So right now, if you join and switch to Patriot Mobile, uh, you have a free activation if you use the code FILL. So here's what you want to do. You want to go to patriotmobile.com slash PHIL. Uh, they'll get you started. Customized plan, 25 bucks, Or you can call 972-PATRIOT. patriot patriotmobile.com slash Phil to make the switch.
0: You know, reminding me of the pigs.
2: You know, yeah, yeah, that's what said. You was mentioned saying. the uh, Great Commission earlier. Uh, the, the baptism to me is the, the, is the easier part. I think the hard part is the one that comes before it. Yeah. Make disciples. Oh, yeah. you know, I was thinking about yeah. J- John eight. We were before the, you know we started when you were talking about. They were all good with kind of, hey we believe in you until until Jesus told them who they were. You know, then 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 they didn't want to follow.
0: Plus that confession, Jesus is Lord at Ro- Romans ten, you know, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. So we usually well we do every time we talk to him I say, y- you're making a big decision here. Uh the confession of Jesus is Lord, but I want you to say it. And we have people who are listening here So when they make that confession, but you think about it, Jesus is Lord. That's a mouthful.
3: Well, think about most of this crowd that we've been talking about all the way back when they first started gathering here the last two or three chapters in John. I assume most of this group... Had probably been baptized by John's John and his disciples, or by Jesus' disciples. Remember, over and over, we kept saying they were baptizing people. For the baptism, repentance. Yeah, it
0: doesn't say in this. It
3: doesn't say, but I'm assuming it's probably part of that same crowd. You know, so they basically have said, "We think this is something." You know, we we think you're something, mm-hmm. but then as we see, they just they're just Jekyll and Hyde. Like literally, in one conversation, they go from being, "Oh, he's got to be the guy." Yeah, you know, we got to make him the king. To well, we, well that's that's no, we this guy's crazy. Eat his flat. You know, all the stuff yeah. we've been talking about. It's like a roller coaster. But you wouldn't believe it either. No, what? I mean, if if you didn't if you didn't see it for what it. But that's the thing about faith, though, Jay. I mean, people now. Have to believe. We're looking backwards, Mm -hmm. but you still got to believe it's true, you know. Because I I get there's a lot of podcast listeners that are going through different faith crises, and they're just. I mean, think about believe. I mean, I'm having a hard time believing. You know,
0: think about uh, uh, verse twenty-one, eight twenty-one. I'm going. Jesus talking. I'm going away, and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin where I go you cannot come just think about this kind of logic this made the jews ask will he kill himself is that why he says where I go you cannot come he, he they flipped it around on him yeah i mean what a answer when he says you know uh look uh, i'm going away and you will look for me and you will Die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. And the death part is
3: probably what got him thinking suicide, because they're yeah. like, "What? What is he? You know, what is he talking about? I-
0: is he
2: going to kill himself?" <laughs> I think. I think the place they couldn't go was uh, in the kind of the crux of it is in verse thirty three, um, when he basically tells them, "You know, you're, you're you're a slave," and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait! We're Abraham's descendants and had never been enslaved to anyone," which is interesting because they had been. Yeah. They they had they had certainly been enslaved. I mean, the yep. the history of Israel is a history of yep. oppression and slavery. Uh, but I think that it was what he was talking about was your slave to sin. And I think they and I think they were probably hearing that because I don't think they're talking about uh, physical slavery because they had had this long history. Right. I think what they couldn't get on board with and where their belief ended is is whenever Jesus told them about who they were in in, in the context of. You're sinners, and not only are you sinners, you're enslaved
0: to it. They weren't thinking high, high enough up. But by saying what he's saying is he can forgive us, he can forgive sin. They said, whoa, whoa. but they have
2: to admit guilt first, and so that's the. I think that's the deal. It's the pride deal. It's the same thing today. You know, it's it's easy to come to Jesus if we're talking about me getting healed of some physical ailment or whatever. But you start talking about me being a rebellious creature. That's a little bit more um, offensive for me to hear that if somebody tells me that. But well, he, I mean, he actually said, the,
1: he said, you will know the truth, which is a famous verse. If yeah. you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples in 31. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, that was a beautiful statement, mm-hmm. whatever it means. And then they said, what are you trying to say? We've never been slaves of anyone. <laughs> So he didn't say he didn't say that. He just said, That's That's "You want to be true." I mean, uh, you want to be free. The truth, which I think he meant himself, you know, because here you have really the difference in is it his teaching or is it him? Because he said, "Hold to my teaching," but it, "my" is the key word because he's proven that he's God in the flesh. Right. And then that they're the ones that went into the what are you talking about free. We're not slaves of anyone, which makes me think when people who are locked up in sin, because then he explained himself and said, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. But but they're the ones that brought up the negative yeah, v- true. view of that.
0: But he was speaking to the truth because the word of truth throughout the Bible, the word of truth, the word of truth is, in fact, Jesus dying. He said it. He said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know. Who I am, that I do nothing on my own but speak, uh, but just what the Father has taught me. He said, "It's coming." They were like lifted up. That they weren't quite, quite putting it together right there at that point Were they out. No, they weren't.
3: And and part of the problem was, I mean, you remember back in John seven, Jesus kept using Moses as an illustration to them. Yeah, you know that comparison of the idea of being led out, and he kept showing them like you, you know you you claim that Moses did this but you know you do this so he kept using that illustration so i think in their minds they're listening and that they could relate to. I mean, they knew their history. They knew Moses that led them out of slavery from Egypt. Yeah. And so they saw Moses as this figure. And so they're trying to relay Jesus into, are you the new – what are you? I mean, because they
1: would say hey, – But the see, problem the prophet, is how he was saying they didn't know they were locked up. That's right. But Which is like
2: anybody – He was trying to tell them, the... I'm God, I'm Yahweh. But that's what they couldn't wrap their brain well, around. Well, I think this is so relevant for, for where we're at today because so much of the church – has been infiltrated with um, liberation theology, which essentially teaches that we are to interpret the scripture through the lens of an oppressed people group. So they they're uh, looking at it like that that the, the Jesus and the Gospels about being liberated from oppression here on planet Earth, right. like like literal slavery. Right. That's and, what they kept saying. Yeah, right. or like like the the Egyptians uh, mm-hmm. enslaved the the, the Hebrews, mm-hmm. and so the, and that's kind of the story, right? Um, you read Hebrews eleven, you're kind of like, well, we're not really promised a whole lot of know, benefit here sometimes. Some some people you die. You know, right. you get, Not at all. Well, we're
3: citizens it's, it's, of heaven. That's yeah. what he said.
2: But it's the 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 liberation, the freedom is the is the is it's freedom from your own sin, your own depravity, yes. and and your own hopelessness. In that, if I got to bootstrap myself up, and I've read quite a bit of self help books, even from people that are in the church, and. And anytime I read something that's like, you know, you do you, be your best self, you know, bootstrap yourself, I'm like, man, at the end of the day, I know that I can't do that. And Ten
1: steps to a successful life. It's Five like, <laughs> keys to overcoming. And you read them and you get seven. fired up and then yeah. you're like, I'm
2: going to do it. And then like two weeks later, you're like, oh I'm, oh, back, I'm back to the same place. And it's exactly. only in Jesus because right. Jesus says, you're not doing it. The work is finished. Right. I, I, I've already done it. I've finished it. It's, that's why it's called the finished work on the cross. Jesus accomplished it. He finished it, and we're living in that grace. Oh, By yeah. the way,
0: Jesus' statement here, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. I mean, if you just want to hear uh, uh, in-depth uh, uh, reading on that, speaking of baptism, uh you died to sin. You'll see, we were baptized into Jesus' death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we've been united with him in his death, we'll certainly also be united with him in his resurrection, for we know that our old self, now, now Jesus was telling those people, uh, you're slave to sin. Our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be rendered powerless, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Well, that's what he told them that they were. Because anyone who has died, and in this case, you're looking at your spiritual death to sin, anyone who's died has been freed from sin. Well, he's given to the point in time. Now, as you go down that rest of Romans 6, uh, you get down to verse 16. Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slave to the one whom you obey? In all humans' cases, they're slaves to the evil one. He brings that up a little further on in John 8. Whether you're slave to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness, thanks be to God. Though you used to be slaves to sin, there it is again, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. If you remember, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, then you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That means you're really my disciples. Well, the Apostle Paul is just elaborating on that. I put this in human terms because you're weak in your natural self just as you used to offer the parts of your body to enslavery, to impurity, and to ever-increasing wickedness. So now, since you've been born again, offer them in slavery to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. The evil one had you. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you're now ashamed of? The answer is no benefit. These things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin, remember Jesus said, hold on my teaching, then you're really my disciples. Then you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Well, the apostle Paul is still advancing that, and you've become slaves to God. The benefit you now reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life, for the wages of sin is death. And he was telling the people back there in John 8, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's a pretty long discussion on, on slaves to sin or slaves to righteousness. Exactly. <clears throat> Let's take a break. All
1: right, you know, keeps a They've been one of our sponsors for a while, and I didn't really, you know, because I have a lot of hair, so it doesn't really <laughs> appeal to me. I get it. People are losing hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I had drainage issues at my house, and I thought, I'll fix it. I unscrewed the drain in my shower because it's was backing up. And I basically pulled out <laughs> a hairball the size of a football. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what the first thing I thought? Well, I might already keep some of this on the head. <laughs> so, so it's coming out of your hair and Missy's, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it just seems well, I know it's kind of gross, but you know what? It's part of life. There your you hair go. falls out, it goes down the drain. Guess what? It stops up your
3: drain. Well, I hadn't thought about that. It's another reason to want to keep your hair, is to keep a football-size hairball coming out of your drain. Plumbing
1: bills. Plumbing bills. <laughs>
3: So anyway, we want you to keep your hair. Jason just gave you another reason to do it. And the folks at Keeps, that's what they're all about. Basically, you go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash door. Uh, you're going to get 50% off your first order. You go online. Uh, you know They've got some questions for you to answer there. And you can uh, figure out if this product can help you. So it's keeps.com slash door. And keep your hair out of your drain. Yeah, and, and But it's there. In fact, he goes on to say that in John eight. I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. So Jesus said that, and then Paul elaborated on it later. Yep. I did find it interesting that he's trying to explain to him about who he is, because he says if the Son sets you free in verse thirty six, John eight, you will be free indeed. Mm-hmm. I know you're Abraham's descendants, yet you are ready to kill me because you have no room for my word. I'm telling you what I've seen, the Father's presence and that you haven't heard from your father.
0: The only way I think I could understand this is that you would have had to be, and he was. I mean, because up until now, you say, he just said, you're trying to kill me. Well, they had never actually said that. Right. But Jesus, being a mind reader, (laughs) knew what was in their hearts. For the ones who had believed in him... He said, "If you hold him a teaching, then you're really my disciples. That's then right. you know the truth. The truth sets you free." And and then the static starts. And he said, oh, no, what y'all are trying to do. You're trying to kill me." We, we, you know what the amazing thing is? They did. <laughs> That's right. Well, and he
3: even alluded to it back. They in, did when, kill him back yeah, but, in 28 because he said, "When you have lifted up the Son of Man," well, he was talking about yeah. he was going to be lifted yeah, exactly. up. Exactly. I mean, he knew
1: they were going they were going to kill him anyway. Right. But yeah, I think what stands out to me is the two things really so far. Their problems was one, they didn't realize they were in sin. I mean that's if you don't right. realize your condition, that's why you don't get help. <laughs> which is universal
2: and modern today. I that, that, used that, to that, that's say, why the first step in the recovery programs at church at CR, what's the first step? If there's a problem <laughs> I used to say <laughs> to <start> Hey, <laughs> I used to say
0: to your mother back when I was a heathen. Be careful. I used to say Uh-oh. I, I I've i got to – she was saying, what, what what? are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I've got to have – this is what I said. I have to have my freedom. Yeah. Yeah. You but you were about, locked up. You talk about – oh, was I locked up a complete idiot? But you were doing it in the name of freedom, I which was is doing kind it of what was happening Not here. knowing yeah. I was a slave to sin right. and Jesus could set me free, I was telling her – I have to do this for my freedom. Right. I have to be free to do anything I want to at any time I want so, to do any anything. So, you're, so th- then he becomes a Christian. That's why so, I so justified so my be, mind right. getting drunk, whoring around. You know, because your
3: flesh, your sinful part of who you are, was driving your narrative.
0: But, but it, the it, it, Apostle Paul said it. What benefit did you reap from right. the things you're now ashamed of? Right, right, well, so. that's me. Right there. Well, yes, so that was it.
1: the first one, and we all acknowledge it. The second one's a little more tricky because he says, you have no room for my word in, in your life. So what do you think that means? I mean, they, that was their problem. One, they didn't acknowledge. All right. Mm. Then two, he said, you ha-, that's what he when said. When I was a
0: heathen controlled by Satan you and a no slave to sin, heart. I had no room for any Jesus talk. Yeah. If I saw a preacher coming, I headed the other direction. That meant your heart was full of evil. It's an full interesting way
2: to say it. Well, man. there's another thread coming through here about he, the, he says the people that are of God hear him and the people that aren't don't. That's right. Which, I mean, that, that leads to an interesting discussion. I want to say one thing real quick, though, about what you said, because it's, it's it's a great like juxtaposed position of what's going on here. That's a big word, Jeff. Ju- juxtapose position. That's a Zach word. You have climb, no idea. You what that meant.
0: You're climbing the ladder. The subdivision has has been why, has why opened your eyes. Why does it eyes, go dude. to a subdivision? We're so down in here. Juxtapose. We don't use that.
1: I <laughs> thought I, he meant. I, I got his. Uh, I thought he said. I just suppose.
3: Yeah. So like roll the, with your point. Okay. Like here's that, here's, here's, you, a, here's my you know, point. There's
2: uh, a there's a, a yin and a yang here that I think is. <laughs> Interesting. Of another story, I remember when you spoke because <laughs> you were talking about you thought you were free when yeah. you were in slavery. That's right. And then when you spoke in Angola, I loved your opening line that you said you because everyone in that prison was it. You said you can be under lock and key and still be free. Which is, that, what did that's, they do when he said
0: that? Oh, it was like Johnny Cash, at, you know, <laughs> yeah. Folsom Prison yeah. Blues. I mean, it come was... to Folsom Prison. <laughs> well, wow, when I my well, you prison. think about it, if you're in for life, and and ninety percent of those guys, oh yeah. What I told them was, I said, you're never going back down that road. They Plus, you they, were here, piping, you know. they were piping you into Death Road. And some of those guys on Death Road obeyed the gospel That's exactly over there. Because right. the warden told me yeah. later, he said, you know, we went over and they wanted us to baptize you. Maybe baptize I them. to change but, my But tactics. we never had done that. We never let him well, my, I, When I, I went but to they, the but prison, it, but they did.
1: What stood out in those two years that I went voluntarily. Was that? <laughs> I was one of you to uh, give us a testimony. I, I tell heard. that story all the time. I spent two years in prison. People, they're they're so judgmental <laughs> when you <laughs> said it, and uh, I was like voluntarily sharing Jesus with them. But what I found to be the n- number one most common problem is that they would not acknowledge their sin. They just wouldn't do it. They were acting like they weren't locked up. Yeah, in a negative way, not in a Jesus way. They're like, "Oh, it's everybody's out to get me. I didn't do it." What's well, so they saying lying. prisons are full
3: of innocent people? You know, yeah. and you I know, mean, was true. Yeah,
1: I'm like, you're locked up. And then they would want to argue about religious things, you know. And I'm like, you're in prison <laughs> for breaking the law. You know, and most of them
3: have a and, long list. Let's, yeah, let's take right. it. Let's take another break. So, Dad, one of the um, Tex Cyrus, uh, wrote a book uh, that you read yep. and uh, and recommend, and I love the name of it, Your Mama Wasn't a Monkey. Good which, book. Which it sounds like something you would say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, and so basically.
0: They send me a lot of books, but I don't read many of them, but I read that one. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the
3: title that caught you? Is that Was that what
0: caught you, or you just were curious? I, I knew it had something to do with uh, the evolutionary theory right the evolutionists, so I thought usually I'll read those just to see what angle they're coming from right but uh, and he was a md and right you know the guy was sharp as he can be right
3: and I think that's what's so good about his book it's a uh, it's his memoir so it yeah. tells a lot about his life tragedies things he's learned yeah. about but then at the same time it kind of led him to this idea uh about us not descending from monkeys and that there really is a God. So uh, we recommend it. Uh, you can purchase the book "Your Mama Wasn't a Monkey" by Tex Cyrus on Amazon.com and uh,
1: check it out. But I see what what he was saying in that setting. I, it's weird how we both went to that situation because to them there were some who who were. Honest, Some are honest. And and we're open to Jesus. But then there was another, there were a whole other group that were like, no.
3: Well, and in the discussion, remember, we're kind of going back and forth, but when you get to verse 42, and Dad, you've read this many times on the podcast, I mean, Jesus takes it to another level when he basically said, first they're arguing about who their father is, and then all of a sudden he just blitzes them. With Oh, you know who your father is? The devil.
0: And, and wow. look, what is ironic, these are 2,000-year-old, give or take a few, 2,000-year-old writings. You fast-forward to modern-day America or anywhere else you want to go. But when he designated, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. He is a liar and the father of lies. But if you just look at what ails every nation, murder and lies, Mm -hmm. those are the top two. Well, when you're looking at America, Zach, do you see any murder? A lot of murder and a lot of lies. You
3: should write a book on that. You should. Oh, wait, you did. The theft of America's soul. That's what it was about. Theft of America's soul. And and
0: Jesus politics. And Jesus Jesus politics politics. is the new
3: one, which is the kingdom living. I
0: wrote about Jesus politics because this is one of the good places to go. When you say so, what's? But but we have a culture that says there is no God. There's no devil either. You're like, boy, you could have fooled me just from watching y'all. But you got to remember,
1: look, you got to remember something. I think we're missing in this the story the first verse of 31 this was to the ones that believed him yeah mm-hmm. there's no telling what the ones that said that dude's a
3: fool because you're oh. right verse 30 I mean, it, said many had put their faith in him so you're right i mean these are the it, ones that says this, we, we think you're yeah and i think guy. i
2: equate that to what's going on now to what we would call cultural christianity yeah you know it's people that believe and i think corona's shaking that up you know yeah. i mean we're in and, and all this uh you know, civil unrest. I mean, I think it's shaken up. I think that in this, Jace, you mentioned something earlier that spurred my thought. What what Jesus said that got them so angry? It really was two things. It was one, what you said that that, that you're a sinner essentially. And he he didn't have to say that. He just said that you can be free, and then they implied from that. What? what yeah, do they you got mean? offended. Yeah. yeah, they were For offended. Saying- it, it, it was, I'll set you free. It was we're, offensive. We're free. Yeah. yeah. And the second thing I think is is that he's, and this is probably even more important, that he's claiming what he, he's claiming to be God. That's it. Well, right. So I think that that's highly offensive too because we want, you look at the whole history of, of kind of humanity as humanity trying to attain salvation, whether it's that we're going to build a tower and we're going to climb it and reach God or you know we're going to climb this mountain and we're going to do it by our good works, and just the very incarnation of God in flesh is just a slap in the face to humanity in one sense that you will never reach me. That's right. You know, I had to come to you. Um, so I think there's, in this in this passage, you're just seeing the whole gospel oh. played out. I think
1: they were also insulted. The one that I was kind of looking at three things, you know, that they didn't, that they weren't getting that he was bringing out with the, they didn't realize the slave to sin, they didn't have any room, but then they got offended because they, they took Abraham, they're like, well, you know, Abraham is our father. But Jesus like, well, you're not acting like Abraham. <laughs> That's right. So basically, if you go to Hebrews 11, and you know, I started off this conversation today talking about people moving out of the city. yeah, But, you know, when you think about what Abraham did, obviously what gets all the uh, the press, I guess, is he was willing to, to sacrifice his son because God told him to because he reasoned that God could raise the dead. Now that's a man of faith there. This is before the resurrection to reason that. But he also did something that I think for us practically would be way more difficult in our, you know in our in our weak ways is pick up and move. I mean it's like if I try to tell Phil, hey, you need to move From your house, I've got a, I've got a place
3: I'm going to send you in New
1: York City. I feel like if do my work, Phil, given the option (laughs) of sacrificing one of his kids or moving, it would be a close call. (laughs) But
2: (laughs) what would you choose, Phil? So
1: so, look, no, don't answer that. Don't answer that. So in eleven eight, when you read in Hebrews, it says by by faith. Just think about what Abraham did. In contrast to what they're 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 sitting there having a conversation with Jesus and are denying him as the Son of God, It's what you pointed out. But by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger Mm. in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God." But I've just always looked at that as something we don't really discuss. But to me, that
2: that's would key. be that, that's key. So
1: difficult for and look, you. You know when he received.
3: You know when he received the inheritance of the land. You know how long? Four hundred and thirty years later.
2: Is when it happened. Well, you—if you read the rest I of mean, Hebrews. which is amazing. Like, re-
3: so we talk about one life like it's all about this a long, one life. You know, that a was long haul, four hundred thirty.
2: Well, years. he was one of several heroes of the faith in Hebrews eleven. It gets to the end, and there's that kind of the death knell to the prosperity gospel, and it says yeah. none of them received the promise while they were alive. Exactly. It's—they're it's going, going to receive the ultimate promise with us, and. So we're not promised that. You know? and, and Jason's
3: right. They were the examples of that sort of patience. I mean, yeah. we let God drive that show, not us. Well, they yeah. said,
2: Abraham is our father. And
1: he he's like, if you were Abraham's children, then you would do the things Abraham did, like these. Well, <laughs> they're so far away from that. Yeah. I mean, they're offended.
3: Well, at it, saying that well, I thinking, think I got, got another one of these opposed. Hang, hang on, hang on. Let's take a break. Now juxtaposes that. Well, what was that word One of our
1: new Ju- juxtapose.
3: If it's they had you known,
2: your dad's English has a master's in English. Oh, Dad so we'll He it. had heard it, but I had never heard of yeah, I'm juxtapose. Just, I'm just messing with y'all. How, how
0: would you define it, Phil? Well, <laughs> it's like contrasting well, one. one the Here's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, when the Apostle Paul wrote Colossians, but you have to remember, this is pre that. This is 40 years, 30, 40 years earlier. Mm-hmm. If they had known that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. By him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. We're talking atoms, molecules, whether the thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. These people that he was talking to they didn't realize that. They didn't get it. They, they didn't get it. He's before all things. In him all things hold together. He's the head of the body, the church. They'll say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. They just didn't realize who they were talking to. And watch. Here's the solution to their problems that they didn't know. God was pleased to have all of his fullness dwell in him. They didn't know that. And through him to reconcile to himself all things. They didn't know that. Whether things on earth or things in heaven. They didn't know that. By making peace through his blood shed on the cross. They didn't know that. Once and watch. here's Here they are. Once you were alienated from God. That's where they were. And enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. That's them. But now he's reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. When me, when I'm lifted up, Jesus told them, they're all our work. To present you holy in his sight, the blood had to be shed. Without blemish, the blood had to be shed. This is what they could have had. Free from accusation, if you can in your faith, watch this, establish and firm, not move. From the hope held out in the gospel. He said all comes back to Jesus, who he is, his death, yeah. burial, and resurrection. So if they had known, had that information, but you just think about it, Zach. They, they may have rejected that too. I think but they, they were
1: saying you gotta remember they were saying the right things. I mean at the end of forty one, they said the only father we have is God Himself. Well that's a
3: Fantastic. Yeah. The
1: problem is they were saying the right things to the wrong
3: person because he was that guy. So can well, you imagine Jesus? He he know he's God. So he knows everything. Yeah, I I remember Abraham. I, I was there which is what he says later. Yeah, the, before yeah, Abraham. No, that,
1: that was his drop the mic His drop the mic was, said, I tell
2: you the truth, before Abraham uh, was born, I, I am. Yeah, he's speaking in past tense and refers to himself in, in present. Like, I think it's him.
1: <laughs> what, what, I would say that was the – I've said this before, but yeah. that is the greatest line in the history of the world. <laughs> it really
2: <laughs> is.
1: <laughs>
3: well, only God could say it. Who, he, who, could, great who could
2: speak about themselves yeah. in a non-temporal – like? I transcend time. That's right.
1: Bring somebody I mean, up that was here, what, a couple thousand years ago, and then you say, hey, because you're having this huge argument about whether we're his children or not. Yeah. He's like, well, see, before
2: po- he was, I am. <laughs> not I was, I am. So you yeah.
3: know what their response that's to that, Jase? You know Do you know how they reacted in verse 59? I At this, they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself,
2: slipping away. Another Which Jedi. to me, is so hypocritical. It, yes, yeah, it, that's
1: what I'm saying. I think the thing you can't is, answer, so just I would have ran. It's,
2: I don't think it's just that they couldn't answer. I think there's a big difference here, and Abraham's the is the example. It's not enough to just believe. It's because the demons believe and shudder. Right. Uh, it says in James. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's it, there's a difference between believing in God and then believing God, believing His revelation of Himself. That's right. And I think that's where they were like, "Well, we believe, but do you believe what He's telling you about Himself?" Which is what you just read in Colossians, which is yep. this. Supremacy message, and the reason why we don't want to believe that is because we're like, eh, I'm not going to bow the knee. And
3: so the ninety percent right. of
1: that's it. people in a poll say they believe in God,
2: right? Because he's
1: revealed himself.
3: Ninety percent, Until
0: you say bow the knee, right? Somebody's lying. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, but here's, Father of Lies, it, here's well, why it oh, does. It, it's because,
3: a
1: different image. That's right. He it, revealed
3: himself in two ways. Generally, by the creation. What Romans 1 tells us, right? Yep. So everybody looks at that and says, Well, you know, I can't explain all this. So maybe I do believe in God. But then the second revelation, the exact, here's the story, here's
1: why I yeah. can't. That's the one that's, where just, it, that's tricky. The tricky. good. Which is why I said always that 10% of the world, they're crazy, which that proves my point. Because 90% at least says, Okay, there's something. Because <laughs> you just can't get around it. Well, but there's 10%, 10%, they're They're nuts. Because if you say there's just nothing, we're just here floating on nothing and I'm nothing. So that was my approach to preaching, Jay.
3: As I always said every audience I speak to, 10% of them, especially our church, they love me. So no matter what I say, they're going to love me. 10% think I'm an idiot. It's the middle 80 I'm trying to convince that this is the truth <laughs> of exactly. the matter. Well, so, I think
1: that's the way politics
2: works. I, 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 I think, so. I think the, the, it applies today just like it did back then. If you preach that Christ is supreme and that we are not, you're going to get flack. Yeah. Bottom line. You yep. get people. Well, to that's you.
1: troubling because that's all I, that's all I
3: do. Right. Well, I mean, it motivates every, it then it motivates everything you do. We talked about it a lot last night. We did. We
0: worship thing. a God that we've never seen. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why the number They're one. Saying, question: How, how I, could you do that? When how, I say,
1: when I stupid, you're I like, go to these young people and I say, close your eyes and picture God. You know what the number one answer is? When I say, what'd you see? Oh man. Nothing. Uh-huh. Wow, that's right. The number one answer, nothing. Wow, well, no wonder you're having such a hard time following Jesus's mm-hmm. school. <laughs> Man, that's
3: a good point. Because when I when I would do that, I would think of everything. Like, I mean,
1: well, you would think, but I mean, they're young; they don't believe.
3: What? I think of somebody just, with
2: the like they, white beard, and, and that's the that's what I was thinking. Like, that's kind of a Moses. I mean, I yeah. think the
1: first time I did it. I guess that verse where it says he's in an unapproachable light, you know, I just see this big light, but kind of the I mean, ma- the
3: transfiguration picture, kind of is what you're imagining, like that's the, what it was. Yeah.
1: But now I'm like more because I realize now that I, in my maturity in in the faith, I realize that Jesus is the image of God. So I basically picture. Someone from that region right. who really didn't stand out—not like the Hollywood version, where they're always good-looking, and the flowing, wow. and the weird acting—or
3: even back further, even it, that's the Renaissance period, is like yeah.
1: a Western European look with the blue eyes and the. Because yeah, just... i realized everything that Jesus did, it was nothing like you thought He would do, and so even in His appearance, Isaiah says that there was nothing that mm-hmm. what we were that men would be drawn to. He was just a normal-looking fellow, which mm-hmm. is what. God would do. He would yep. camouflage it, where whatever you think, as far as the high mighty jars
0: of clay, yeah, think about it's it. Jars you, of, you're jars gonna of you're clothes. gonna enter point. the world for the first time ever in flesh, and the dude that's paving the way for you, you know, he's got camel's hair, robbing <laughs> beehives. I mean, yeah. he, he comes out of the wilderness, so the, and he's going to introduce the God of creation, mm-hmm. and out walks Jesus, nothing in appearance, <laughs> but, but no beauty, no majesty. Uh, that's why Isaiah's... these
1: superhero movies all take off, because that's what we want. We want Captain America. And when they us, saw us. him, they save us, like... protect us, and don't hurt us, and we'll watch. Yeah. And God he, came he in, in the, he came in the form oh, of man. a carpenter. He was a normal yeah. looking He yeah. Came yeah. as a carpenter, people are like, I ain't, I ain't following just... no carpenter. They, yeah, actually I mean? a, they actually
3: had they actually had an easier time believing John than they did because he was such so a wild man looks like a prophet crazy guy
1: and yep. they did Jesus yeah I mean I got news for you Captain America is not real that guy's <laughs> dude, an actor <laughs> and they put that stuff what? on I like that commercial so they, they do with this guy, guy's got all the muscles and he walks in he starts peeling his muscles oh that's off. the guy the Aquaman yeah <laughs> how did they do that
3: the funniest... he's got these little bitty horns you know he's I'm just yeah. being myself yeah you know.
0: and you got then loud. he couldn't get the jar of pickle drop. <laughs> <of pickle throat> <laughs> he looked at that woman and... <laughs> oh, I can't top that oh, we're, we're done That's
3: never. it's over so we're so glad you guys were with us today you can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook and be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast